Hey, how you doing there? You laying down? Well, if you're not, do so. I don't care if you're in the mall right now or a restaurant or maybe you're just jogging in the street. Lay down. Feel uncomfortable, that is. Can you imagine sleeping on that? Wouldn't it be better to have a great obsessively engineered mattress like the ones made by Casper? Besides supporting this episode, Casper combines two technologies, springy latex foam and supportive memory foam into one terrifyingly strong hybrid, like a super monster, but for sleep, to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and the right bounce, if you know what I'm saying. Can you just imagine how great it would be to have a nice mattress to lay back and fully immerse yourself in while listening to this episode? Or I guess you could use it for sleeping or other stuff. You can get a Casper mattress for $500 for a twin or $950 for a king. But also you can save an additional $50 towards your purchase by going to casper.com slash goosebuds and entering the promo code goosebuds. This podcast is going to scare the bejesus out of you and give you all sorts of nightmares, so you deserve to have the best rest possible. Again, that's casper.com slash goosebuds with promo code goosebuds. Terms and conditions apply. Now, enjoy the episode. Walking uh, through Hollywood last night, just catch, doing a little catching Pokemon, little late night Pokemon catching. Yeah, I mean, right, it's mostly course. just right. Of course, mostly just Nidorans. It's a lot of Nidorans in Los Angeles. You got Nido King already, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got okay. uh, I got a stronger Nido Queen though, which feels real right. It hmm. feels like it's the real strength in the family. Uh, and walking past one of the big fountains in, in Hollywood, and I guess I never thought about this, but it's like one in the morning, and there's just like. An old man, but he's dressed really nicely, like in a business suit, and he's standing in the fountain, just getting all the coins. Huh? But like, it's not like a it's not like a, a vagabond. It's like a dude who looks like he runs a Fortune 500 company, just like waist deep, like completely soaked. Just like, oh, there's a quarter. I'll take that, and there's a penny, and I'll take that. And I'm like, oh, that's where that that's where those go. Ooh. So it wasn't like a well put together homeless man. It was like, I don't know. Like, maybe he buys suits with the money. I don't know. Yeah. So I like to think I like to think that this is a man who is very comfortable in his normal life, you know, has a lovely family, a great job. (laughs) And the way that he feels a little bit evil is to steal the wishes of people who have thrown coins in the well. Oh, shit. Threw a game in there so quick. I was like super on board. So he. He, he profits off of their wishes. Absolutely. Like, in his mind, he's thinking to himself, somebody threw this coin in the fountain with a wish, and by removing this coin, I am robbing them of their potential wish coming true. Oh, oh my God. Wait, does that mean the wishes come true for him? Yeah, like a little boy goes to the fountain, he goes like, oh, oh boy, I want to ride on a train so bad. Choo, choo, choo. And he throws the coin in. And then later that day, the old man gets to ride the train because he stole the coin. Maybe. That makes, I mean, that makes sense to me. And also the most adorable thing for a little boy <laughs> to wish for. <laughs> 
I, was I mean, say, trains are the best. So. <laughs> trains are the best. I was, we've never topped them. They're really at the height of human ingenuity. Well, son, what'd you wish for? I wish to ride on a train. Be like, son, you could have just asked me, man. I will take you. Yeah, there. not to yeah, save our mortgage. Yeah, it's cool, man. We can go on a train. You want to go on a train? Let's do it. I, I was already going to say that old man looked like a character from a Charlie Kaufman movie, but now he is. He <laughs> like, actually is a character from a Charlie Kaufman given, movie. Given, given this uh, plot that we've we've developed here, uh, he that I believe that is a Charlie Kaufman. The dream, there. the dreams plunger, the robber of dream, dream robber, dream, dream vampire, dream. Vampire. <laughs> also, he's a vampire, unrelated. Well, somebody somebody wished to be a vampire. Oh, he got to. Oh man, he's so powerful. Yeah, he he is well, so he, he, powerful. The sort of things that little kids wish for. Oh my god. He, <laughs> sometimes he he has to take a break from the fountain because he keeps getting all these wishes that he kind of doesn't want people wished for like you know like i don't know like he, he probably has just too many cars at this point right <laughs> he, has to, he has to keep running them over a cliff or they just explode spontaneously uh, he what he's waiting for is for someone to wish for a monster truck so he can run them over. <laughs> <laughs> so he's basically absorbed all the powers of the world all he needs is one little boy to say like I wish to meet God, and then and then vampire wishman gets to go kill God. Right, and oh then he God. can take God's place and oh, create a new world. Did we do we make an anime just now? I think we made. I a think Goosebumps that was an book. anime or oh, a Goosebumps yeah. book. Yeah, <laughs> that's a better transition, right? <laughs> better transition, no. But uh, better anime would be better as an anime. Speaking of, uh, welcome to Goosebuds, everyone. Woo! Ooh, uh, you, there's a, a wonderful voice you uh, might not recognize or you would recognize. Uh, we'll introduce in a second. I am uh, one of your co-hosts, uh, Chad Quant. Uh, uh, I am Dominic Mosquiti. Uh, uh, eternally a ghost sometimes is Paul Ritchie, who's not here today with us. Yeah, well, he, he he picked up a coin where someone wished to die. Yes. And, well... Those ambulances you might be hearing in the background are all dealing with Paul's wishes. They're dealing with him, yeah. <laughs> it's really uh, sad, but you know what? Show must go on. Show must go on. Show, Show must, must go, go on. on. And, and our special guest uh, joining us today is uh, Dodger. Hello, Dodger, hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you for joining us. We we Absolutely. have a special special book. Uh, happy, happy. So this is, special. This is like, I'd say, one of the cream of the crops. Yeah, I want to go ahead and thank Dodger for being on because this may have been a, a scary read. Like a legit scary yeah. read that you had to read. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, normally it's like, oh, I might have a mask stuck on my head for a bit. This is a this is a death book. Yeah, de- de- I don't want to talk about it too much. We're going to get to the scary parts. I almost just went full on scary parts right there. I don't want to <laughs> do that right now. I did find myself jumping to conclusions many, many times while reading this, and I didn't think there would be enough content in this book for me to constantly be jumping to conclusions, but I was mm-hmm. very wrong. This is a nonstop uh, a pogo stick of conclusions. A roller coaster, if you will. Ah, a doom slide, if you will. Uh, yeah, a tube slide. <laughs> of uh, let me ask for your backstory, uh, since you're not normally on the show. What is your what is your relationship with Goosebumps? Like, how familiar are you with with them? Um, I read a couple of them when I was younger because everybody else who was in my class at the time was super into them, and I didn't wind up. I only wound up reading a couple that I managed to borrow from friends because my mom was not into the idea of buying those for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Was she, like, protecting you? Was that the idea? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, you know, she didn't think that there was any reason for me to be reading purposefully scary or possibly violent things. So I read the ones that I could borrow from friends, but beyond that, I didn't, like, have any, really. 
And I never, uh, I never watched. I actually didn't know there was a, a show of oh, Goosebumps. You didn't miss out on much. I mean, you missed out on a lot. Yeah, I mean, it was a kind Which of. Which one a, is it, Chad? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, if you want to appreciate the Canadian television industry, you missed a lot. But otherwise, I think you're okay. okay. Yeah, the, the, I think I believe all the seasons were produced in Canada, yeah. along with the show "Are You Free of the Dark," which I think we uh, we talk about, which is golden. Oh, uh, this is this goosebumps to "Are You Free of the Dark" in terms of TV shows is like the I was gonna say like the little brother, but it's more like the 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 stray dog of the family or something. I'm trying to think like in terms. Yeah, that's of- probably. I, I think that's pretty good. I mean, Goosebumps has some endings that are just bizarre. Whereas, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark has some endings where are like the hero of the story actually suffers a sad, dark fate. You know, like the pinball episode where the kid's trapped in the pinball machine. The end of that episode is that he's trapped in that pinball machine forever. Oh, what? That's spooky. Yeah, what? spooks. Does he get killed, like hit by a ball over and over? Well, I think that's how the episode ends is with like another ball coming up on the escalator or something. Okay, like well, that. see again, that's and that's like a legitimate scary thing. I, this is probably the first book that I feel like is actually a horror story, like a real like things are in in threats. Yes. Like previous stories, uh, I guess like every once in a while there may be a thing, but most of the times it's like a kid opening the door going like, oh no, it was a ghost! And it was just like a broom closet. Yeah, well, like, I I think this book does what the other Goosebumps books do, but in a better way, uh, where it's like, hey guys, is something scary really happening, or is it just uh, our imaginations? Right. Um, But this one has, it, it, it escalates really well, and also like, um, it's uh, it's legit spooky because they get rid of the parents in a good way too. Well, yeah. Let's, let's again. Let's, this is the the main things they normally do. Is the parents are usually like, we gotta go on a business trip or whatever. The parents are part of this, which I thought was interesting too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's, I liked that. I liked that it was a family adventure, and sometimes they weren't all together, and sometimes they were all together. And I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the normal Goosebump book thing would be like uh, the kids go through Horrorland, this evil, evil carnival, and then the parents just don't believe them in anything. They're like, Mom and Dad, we just went in an evil room where there were bats. And they're like, no, there weren't. Yeah. You're, you're crazy. You have a crazy imagination. I'm just having a mocha latte over here. You're nuts. And then a monster pours him a mocha latte. <laughs> you know, there actually there were a lot of things that were done in this book where I I really appreciated the way that the characters really stuck to their guns in terms of who they were. <laughs> like the dad, I was halfway expecting for so like just like at the beginning of this book, right? They they go to Horrorland because they're trying to go to the zoo and. They get lost and then they see a billboard for Horrorland, right? And they Which is, up by the way, the there. zoo they're going to is, is totally supposed to be Bush Gardens, right? It was like Zoo Gardens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a goof there. And, and I, and I got to <laughs> say, for the time, great setup. You know, taking a road trip to go to a park mm-hmm. because uh, that kind of doesn't happen anymore where you could get lost, right, with GPS. Oh, yeah. This is a book immediately. The whole <laughs> argument about, oh, but you left the map at home and we don't have a phone. And I was like, dang, yeah. Man, the ways would have cleared this up. of the days. <laughs> <laughs> Good old fashioned one. I mean, well, let's ask the question for it because initially this was the first thing I had was the family's driving along on a highway and they're super lost. Again, a phone would solve a lot of this. Right. Stopping anywhere solving this. They go through what appears to be a desert, right? Yeah. A giant, like, void desert, which is already feels supernatural. Then forest again. Do we think that Horrorland is a real place or is it a, like, 
in another dimension that seeps into our world. Yeah, it's just like a Tales from the Dark Side kind of thing where they took a wrong turn and they're in a kind of another world because, like, they, 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 like the Harry Potter track. Where yes. They, yeah, same kind of thing, man. If they turn the right, the right street, like a magical road appears. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. For me, I kind of... I felt like it was in the real world because specifically because at the end they were able to get home without having a caveat oh, of you're like right. You're right. There, you're there right, was you're no right, weird right. caveat of, oh man, and then like once we left, oh we were suddenly right next to the highway, right? Like there wasn't You're it, right. There's there's no like portal they just and drove they were through. able to get home. They got yeah. home really easily, by the way. I, here well Here's here's the thing that kept kept freaking me out because I don't I, I remember this book very fondly. There are just a lot of people at the park. Yeah, yeah. They talk about other people at the park frequently. They like talk about it's other not families at the yes. park. And at so, first, I had assumed that all of these families looked like the horrors, but then they started to establish like, no, there are the horrors, and then there are the families with crying children, and there are lots of families with crying children apparently. And I was like, interesting. Well, well, so. What is their business? Like, I guess I understand what their business model is, but so essentially it's a park that anyone can find, right? Mm. Like it's open to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't charge admission, which I guess is revealed why later, right? They don't pay. They didn't pay for tickets. So they, they show up and the best thing I think in the book is I'm like, and by the way, the dad's just eternally sweating in my mind. He was constantly just going like, like, oh, 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 oh. Well, they did. Well, they did a really good job of like disempowering the father so that the fear of uh, monsters or uh, anything else being in the park was actually real. Because it's like, oh, my dad can't beat up these monsters. Yeah, my dad can't punch these monsters. My dad's stronger than your dad, but he can't punch these monsters. But they they get well, like, no, this this dad is not stronger than no, he's a little. He's a short blonde. Uh, uh, larger sweaty man. Uh, oh. sweaty man. How much but have I missed? Very aggressive, yes. right? Like, yeah. I like <laughs> that was the point that I wanted to make before is that I loved that the very first what the heck thing where the car just like blew up. Yes, yes, that's <laughs> crazy. Dad did not let that go, right? No. And I expected him to be like, well, I guess we're here. We might as well just walk around in the park. The rest of the family did that sort of as a coping mechanism. And the dad was like, our car just blew up. What you just described is how goosebumps usually goes where they're like, well, ho-hum, let's just go about our day. Like the dad actually reacted uh naturally it felt like it felt a little bit more real yeah yeah uh before i forget by the way did anyone notice that there was a strange moment that i thought they were gonna make a big deal where they're going through all of the the standard character descriptions the standard rl thing where instead of talking about a character's personality traits talk about their hair color talk about what they're wearing talk about like how their their mustache just like unnecessary picture painting uh-huh and then they go you know, my dad really didn't look like any of us at all. Like, just sometimes we don't think we're related to him. It's like, uh, that's a weird, it's a yeah. weird detail to drop that has <laughs> no relevance. Turns out that our father was actually a horror at yeah, this Yeah, that's park. where I thought they were going or something. <laughs> like, he's, this whole thing's been a 14-year-old long con to have kids and then bring him to horror land. <laughs> dad was a horror gremlin this whole time? <laughs> he Rick. married a woman? <laughs> this, was, this was a real long con. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the dad is the dad is very, like... He's very frumpy dad. Yes. Uh, I, I do. The, the car blowing up. Do we, th- what do we think happened to the car? It blew, it blew, it, what? It blew, it blew up. up. Like, did like a horror, like strap C4 underneath it? <laughs> when they like come in? Uh, I, I like to imagine that they did it with horror magic. Okay. 
Yeah. I, I was picturing like a horror with an RPG mounted outside like <laughs> a nearby window and just like blew it up as it came by and they oh, didn't see I it. What I like to imagine because, well, uh, not not to show behind the curtain too much, but we That's know fine. that this is all like a, a setup thing, right? Yes. So <laughs> what I like to imagine is that, uh, you know, director and assistant director style back Behind everything else, there's this graph that shows the entire parking lot and buttons assigned to each uh, place that a yes. car could be. And they're like, all right, in three, two. And then they <laughs> press the button, and then whatever car is there just blows up. There's, like, several car blow-up buttons, and then there's also, like, make ice cream. And then other, <laughs> other, <laughs> other uh, also, also, potentially, if it was C4, that was put there by a horror PA. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> you know yeah, that's, like, a best lawyer PA job. job. Well, all right, yeah, so handling the C4 is pretty bad. <laughs> let's, just, let's just drop that out, because you're already, you're already getting to it, Dodger. Like, the, the horror land is a real legitimate scary place that seems like they can die in, but it's ultimately... A game show. A, yeah. a prank show. A prank it's a, show. It's a monster TV game prank show, show where monsters can watch humans lose their minds. Yeah. And yeah. Suffer, suffer uh, traumatic stress. Well, so you know what that is? It's a Japanese game show. That's what I realized hmm. specifically as a big fan of Japanese uh, TV prank shows, which is like feels like all Japanese TV. Right. Horrible traumatic stress like oh Look at these look at these people just in a Sauna wouldn't it be funny if The sauna seat they're in like starts to turn into a Rocket and shoot them naked down an ice Mountain <laughs> <laughs> those people are dumb like that kind well, of- that, That's so true Because uh, as some of us have, May have already seen that gif Of somebody walking into an elevator And then the floor falls out and then they go Down that real slippery slide Wait wait that's a real thing <laughs> yeah that's a real <laughs> Japanese game show so the so the What is it called the horror slide what is the, slide? the doom Slide. The doom Everything slide. is doomed, by the way. Doom. Everything in this, I have a, I have a strong problem with it. Everything in this fucking amusement park is either horror named or doom named. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the name of, well, I don't want to reveal that, but let's get, let's well, really get to no, that. But, yeah. but yeah, uh, there's a GIF uh, or a video you can watch online of a Japanese uh, prank show uh, <laughs> where people walk into an elevator and the floor falls out, and then they <laughs> they slide down a real slippery slide. Why would they do that to them? I don't know. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a so many yeah that's why that's why I first noticed like American prank shows I mean like YouTube's prank stuff is like a little mean yeah but I'll think like Japanese game shows go towards this like this would be a lawsuit in any country and that's what that's what this felt like in this book yeah like oh this will crush you to death uh so what what are the the rides right we have the first one is well, the we doom slide s- we start off with the slides yeah and Which, this was my first moment where I was going is this whole book going to take place on the slides? <laughs> because because the, whole rest of the book is on slides. Because the horrors were like, if you choose the doom slide, then you'll slide forever. And the second that they realized that uh, Clay is that his name? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yes, Clay. Um, that the the sweet boy who is not even part of this family and will probably <laughs> yeah. never talk to them again. Um, I, I've been that sweet boy before. You've been that sweet boy where you just I, I, go I, off with like a family? I went to Six Flags with a family, yeah. Oh, man. And then anyway, you never talked to them continue. again? Yeah, no, no, they died. Oh, great. <laughs> um, so we know, like, all three of these kids, they all choose a different slide, and the horrors are like, don't choose the doom slide. <laughs> <laughs> um, the brother and sister come out the other end, and they're like, wow, that was a thing. And Clay never shows up. 
And then there's this, mo- there's like two pages where the kids are are walking around trying to find Clay, starting to get like really worried. Like, where is he? Oh my god, maybe he went on the doom slide. And the sister, who's a bit more pragmatic, is like, well, let's just go on the same slide, and then we'll wind up where he is. Right, which is actually kind of smart, even though it's suicidal. <laughs> I well, mean, it w- is called the doom slide. <laughs> it is the doom slide, but they don't know. They don't know the reality of know. the park yet. So then they get on this slide, and I was like, well, okay, this is a Goosebumps book, right? <laughs> um, right. They are sliding for long enough that the pragmatic sister is starting to be like, oh, my God, we're going to die on this slide. The slide actually goes forever. And, oh, my God, there's fire. There's fire up ahead of us. We're going to die on this slide. And I was like, what if this whole book (laughs) takes place on the slide? What if this whole book is on the doom slide? That'd be the most artful thing I've ever read. I, I was thinking about that, too. Like, how theoretically a life on the doom slide would be, right? Like, so... Theoretically, if you're Clay, you're you know you're five minutes ahead on the doom slide. You slow down. You do a thing where you put your arms and legs against the side to slowly slow you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You wait for your you wait for your friends to catch up to you. You wait for your goose buds. To your show goose up. buds. <laughs> yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you just like kind of live a life where you're all kind of just in this like perpetual like. Well, Clay's about three feet in front of me, and I'm right here, and my brother's right behind me. We just talk. Yeah. Like we yeah. we, we get we to know each other really well, and then yeah, eventually I, we learn to hate each other. I married Clay when we're ten years older. Like we <laughs> yeah, have, we in have the slide. We have a family on the slide Luke's uh, kind of weird about it because he can't marry any of us like, he's just kind of <laughs> he just keeps peeing and it's gross and he's in the front uh, uh, what's interesting to me is that the fire like it's kind of a great idea of like RL's hell where it's, like, <laughs> where it's like a slide where like you would go through real fire burn but then the slide like you going through the slide puts the fire out and then you burn again like it was just a, a repeated well, cycle yeah, that was that was another one where I was like okay so either this is an actual this is probably the, the scariest thing as if it actually was a dark void that you fall through forever like it's just kind of like you know unru- unworldly and you're just going through pain when it goes to the fire I was like wait they built this thing like this is yeah. a impressive construction right which leads into a lot of my questions on I get it. it it's a game show even before I knew it was a game show I was like how did this work there were like construction crews and stuff like mm-hmm. it, it's not if there's like haunted carnivals all the time in stories, but sometimes they feel like, yeah, they're from hell, so they just plucked a another alternate reality of a carnival and, and made it full of demons. This is like people like they had to hire uh, teamsters, like horror teamsters, <laughs> horror teamsters, yeah, to build to build a giant doom slide. And someone's like, no, no, the fire's on this one, and they're like, ah, blah, blah, blah. like this is a huge production. Yeah, there's well, a horror it, gaffer somewhere. <laughs> right. Well, listen to that. What Halloween Horror Nights is, is is that are they not like uh, horror teamsters? That I guess go ahead you're and build right. Because like they ha- they all have real specified jobs over there. So what you're talking about actually d- like almost exists in our real world. I guess you're right because they do sell like balloons in this book. They sell ice cream. Yeah, there's there's a whole commerce system around this show. Well, Halloween. Uh, just for people who don't know, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, the yearly. Uh, uh, thing where they build up a bunch of spook areas where they scare you with a, have, with you, a have you guys ever gone to it no i'm too I'm, yeah. i don't like to be scared did like you that. which one did you go to because it's all it's all themed after movie franchises so which one did you go into uh is it okay the the time that i went 
there was um, so I've I've actually like helped build haunted houses before. So Ooh. Oh, I, so you're one of these teamsters. You're, you're one of these horror teamsters. I was a teamster. I was a horror teamster. I made skeletons. Uh, <laughs> I made I made fake burned to death bodies. That was my job. Ooh, nice. But um, yeah. When you when you go to when you go to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, there's like this one clown who's always there with a with a fake chainsaw and he just revs it at your face and it's Ugh. it's very assaulting. Yeah, the, then, or the ones where they do, where they take the chain off, by the way, it's horrifying. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, like, what bothers me about that uh, engagement is that uh, those people conjure the natural fear inside of you that your body puts out, where it's like, oh, my God, this is danger. I need to run away. Whereas they are receiving the other end of that, which is like, I'm putting fear in people. I'm hunting. Like, basically, they're, I mean, in a way, getting off on uh, scaring you. And I think that's kind of gross. So I don't like <laughs> right. to partake in that. Right. So we, yours was just a normal, like, horror walkthrough? Uh, there's, like, a haunted house that's all uh, baby dolls and people who are hired to look like baby dolls. And then there's... Yeah, there's there's one huh. that was like based on the crow, um, so that one was movie based. The crow's kind of interesting for a horror one. Yeah, I get. I guess it's like popular with people who like to go to those things. The crow is a weird a weird franchise to have a beloved fandom of. Like, <laughs> it, it always felt like no one I know watches the crow, but they like. I think I just like the idea of the, the idea crow. of the crow. Yeah. Well, no, no one you. should like it should not be embraced because like a guy died and and then they put that movie out. Yeah. And then they made more movies and they made more money. But I think it made it like darker and edgier to people They're like, yeah, that guy's spirit is like in the film. That's wrong. That's how I feel like people interpret it <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. And then Stop. the topic was Incorrect. born out of the. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just morally wrong. Well, OK, so what, what, what were like what was the crow part of the ride? Like, was it just a dude coming at you with, with black hair? Oh, I did not do that part. OK. Oh, OK. <laughs> That's understandable. That was I just heard that there was a crow themed haunted house on the premises giggled to myself and then and then kept <laughs> kept on walking but kept like making your skeletons what i kind of like bringing it back to the book what i oh, kind of yeah. like about their experience walking through horror land is that they have to seek out the spooks right yes they don't have people walking around and specifically engaging with them to scare them yeah. the only time that the horrors talk to them is when they talk to the horrors first and then frickin' Luke Goddamn is like Luke. a little idiot and is like, let's go on another ride. While everybody else in the situation is like, this is starting to feel like maybe it's a little dangerous. And he's we like, We almost no, died. More. Yeah, let's yeah. Let's do it more. <laughs> like, well, Luke, chill. That's what I liked about it, though, was it did seem like I could actually go to Horrorland. Yeah. Like, I could enjoy it. I feel like well, you, could, you could do, like, a, a leisurely stroll through Horrorland and not necessarily be scared. Right. Or also you could just do that thing where you just don't go on any of the rides because, again, they didn't come at you. It seemed like everyone in the park was just kind of coasting, waiting mm-hmm. for you to go on stuff. But that's really bad TV if you don't if you're just like, I just like to eat food and you just walk around and get some pretzels. Well, like they, well, they never got food. No, and the if food, you did. But the food may have been scary. Oh, that's you think, what I'm like, saying. Eat the ice cream and there's like spiders in it. Yeah. yeah. I expected them to eat food at some point. They mentioned yeah, the, it multiple times. And yeah, it never several, happened. several times. In fact, that's the, one of the reasons why they stay in the park once they meet up with their parents again. It's like, let's get some food. 
Right. This but, is, but then the parents go, but we haven't had any fun yet. Yeah. We want to go on a ride. That's why I never associate with, with parents who were wanting to be active. My parents have never wanted to go on anything at an amusement park ever. It's always um, like sit on a bench and Especially not wait. a scary thing. My parents would rather just sit and yep. chill while yep. I did the thing. My, my dad has perpetually been on a park bench nearby whatever I'm doing for the last 15 years of my life. Just like <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so they do the doom slide. They do the doom slide. And then the they slide. do the House of Mirrors, yes? House yes. of Mirrors, yeah. The, but And House of Mirrors is pretty scary, I'd say, in terms of being trapped. Yeah, I got, and it plays I on got tricked. I got tricked during House of Mirrors as a reader. What did um, you think? Like, when she found them, I was like, oh, cool. They found each other. And then there being glass between all of them, I was like, oh, no, oh, actually, they're not together. And then the wall started to move in, and I was like, "Oh, they're all going to watch each other die." <laughs> I didn't even thought about the fact that they could see each other. I mean, that part of the book is probably the most brutal. As she writes stuff like, "I, I prepared myself as my body was being crushed into a cube," like yeah. I got a little into like body horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, that, that's like this is the first book again where I felt like real. Like, real constant threats. Like, I guess they could have died. They wouldn't have died. Physically, could have died. But they could have. Uh, well, I mean, there is that alligator alligator pond, yeah, later, well, right? Yeah, and well, kids go in it, and then they see alligators in it, and there are no kids in it. Well, th- okay, so, so did those kids die? Those kids died. I think those kids died. But that's that's the weird part of Horland is, like, it, half of the, it is a scary version of things you would see in an amusement park, right? Yeah. Hall of Mirrors. Uh, Doom Slide. Sure. Then it just gets into, like, animal attractions, but it didn't feel like it was an animal park. It just felt like they were like, well, bear cage. Like, it didn't seem like it was, like, alligator swamp or bat barn or just, that's, those aren't in amusement parks. Those are just yeah. other things. Well, those are things you find at, like, Bobo Carnivals. Where they got, <laughs> like, they carnivals. got, uh, well, we got, like, two rides and... Dave's got some weird animals, but like, I think we can put on a show here. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got a stew going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess we can just put like an alligator there. We're probably fine. I'll get some prizes from my house, just some (laughs) things around my house, and we'll just have a carnival. Yeah, it felt just like very much they just threw things together for, you know, it's a production, right? It's a TV production. So it was clearly the producer was, we got two or three main events. Uh, Our budget's running low. Um, Bats. Bats? Bats. Mm. Bats, I guess. Bats. Okay, she she's afraid of bats. Let's she's, do this. She's afraid of bats. But they also said, like, there's a lot of things they didn't go into. I liked, I liked the stuff they didn't say, like, um, there was some sort of, like, a bungee jump without a rope. Yeah, which yeah. presumably would be the most... That you would have died, we would have heard of. Yeah, you would have died. So you can die in this for sure. Uh, there was like a roller coaster that didn't have tracks or something. It was something like that. There was a roller coaster one that was clearly death. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. But there's this like w- vampire woods. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's not, that's not, like, what is that? Did they thing? have like a, a whole wooded area set off, like a, a that's boarded what it, off. Horror? In my yeah. mind, that's what it seemed like. Right. If I was looking at the map of Horrorland, there was this weird corner where it was just a rainforest yes. of some sort that had deadly animals in it. And they just ran <laughs> through it. Just they ran through that and wound up at Bat Barn, which is probably most like Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> the haunted hayrides of, of memories past. Well, you know, here I'll, I'll put a little uh, extra legend into this. I was obsessed with the video game version of this. Uh 
from DreamWorks. It was like a full motion video one called like Escape from Horrorland. Hmm. Uh, amazing for multiple reasons. Uh, as also because Jeff Goldblum plays Dracula. We've probably talked about that before. Right, right. Yes. But Je- Jeff Goldblum played. But in that game, you go across like most of Horrorland and they show you the map. And a lot of the stuff in the book is in there. You can go on the Doom slide and totally just slide forever and die. Right? This, the, in the game, they hit like, uh, it's Vampire Woods and the Mummy's Tomb. I was like, that's what? Like, it was just like, there was just a pyramid in Horrorland. That's just a nod to other Goosebumps. Yeah, stuff. it felt like, but it just felt like there was just random things that are scary but not amusement parky. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. They just kind of threw, just like, ah, I don't know, Skeleton Alley. <laughs> Why would that be a thing? Well, I mean, it, it, it sounds like it's not too far off from the book with yeah. the Vampire Woods there. Yeah, so that's, what, that's what it reminded me of, I think, yeah. for sure. I think Vampire Woods was in it somewhere. Uh, <sighs> so they get out of the, gla- the, the, the mirror, the Hall of Mirrors. Hall and then, of Mirrors. And then what did they do? Did they go right, did they find the parents right after that, right? No, I, no, no, no. That's when they ran through the woods and then went to the Bat Barn. The bat barn. Oh yeah, the bat barn. That's, the, that's sour, the sour bat the barn. The sour smelling bat barn <laughs> with the amazing special smell? effects, says I, Luke. I thought I thought that that was like a neat note for it to smell awful randomly in the park, but they really went back to the sour stench a lot. of that barn over and over again. Yeah. Does Arl just hate barns? He might just hate sour smells too and barns. It's like lime. Yeah, maybe he had a bad experience. <laughs> he maybe bad. he wrote this while he had a terrible hangover that's very possible could have been rl drank a lot yeah yeah as we all know well do we all right this one's this one also is written so differently from all of rl's other books i feel like yeah because well it the pacing is really good because you have the naysayer going it's all an illusion it's all trick it's all part of the park but like you have the other two parties uh uh clay and uh our hero who are like this is feels real and we're scared but like the momentum of uh, 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 and uh, the embracement of it of the other kid is keeps you going, right? So yes. it's paced well, so you go from ride to ride to ride, right? Things that crazy things actually happen. Yeah, and I so, like that the two kids wind up being almost a devil and angel situation. Where oh, I hadn't thought about that. Our hero, like our our, our <laughs> heroine, um, she spends so much of it trying to just look at it logically, right? And Mm -hmm. she has Luke on one side being like, it's all special effects and it's so fun and we should go on another one. And then we've got Clay, who from the second they get there is scared. Right. And so like seeing her slowly pay more and more attention to Clay, almost like you were right. You were right, little buddy. You were right the whole time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> which which is a, a which brings up another great point. I guess we'll bring it up later. I don't want to talk oh, about yeah, it too much. Ahead. But when the father says something very similar, well, yeah, let's get to it. Well, they, they get with the parents after that, yeah. right? They mm-hmm. they find them, which I actually was surprised to have them reunited with the family, which is what you Me talked too. about before. I thought it was going to be like they get to the end, the parents are dead or something, or they're like turned into horrors or or whatever. No, they're just like all together. Yeah. And, and then does the father say that they said that they would hook him up with another car? They, he kind of jumped to that assumption. Yeah. I mean, understandably, I think if you're I think in a normal amusement park, if your car blows up, you probably get a free car. Right. Right. Well, they, it was implied that they had spent the entire time that these kids have been doing these weird, terrifying rides looking for a phone. Yes. Um, and have not found one at all. And so now the last bastion of hope is, well, they said they were going to take care of us. Right. And taking care of us (laughs) at this point means helping us get home with a vehicle. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, 
it's it's weird too. Like it seemed. It seemed like the horrors had weird agendas too while they're looking for the parents. I wanted to bring this up before we get too far, and it was there's a couple of horrors who are like, no, your parents are gone. Like they yeah. they left. Yeah. So that, that made me think like, oh, they they made they made they killed them or something. They even left a message goodbye. They left a message goodbye, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there was that horror after they did the doom slide, who was like, get out. Yeah, what was now. yeah? What was he, that with the, he, what was that? He didn't do for? anything. I thought he would be like a yeah. Horror comes up to him and whispers like, "You should really get out of here." But then he never like so theoretically. That's someone who works at, on the show and doesn't feel good about it. Doesn't feel good about it, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. which I want another book of this. I, I no none more no more of that. I uh, also could have been just like panic aggregator. He's like, oh, let me oh, just throw some panic in here. Right. Let me just get these people all giled up. See, that's, I think that's kind of what I assumed in the end was that they had some horrors who were out there just kind of doing improv, right? <laughs> <laughs> they go like horror UCB mm-hmm. and our, get people. Our, we have to leave. Yes, and it's spooky here. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, remember, yes and plus skeletons. That's the rule of horror and improv. <laughs> I love that idea so much. Of well, I think that's something they, they don't cover in this one. In the show, uh, I looked up to remember right. I think at the end of the show uh, of the TV episode, you get to see horrors at home watching this on TV. Right, like it's two old horrors. So there's a whole. That's what that was the craziest idea was. They revealed to him, like, oh yeah, you can. This is a a giant TV reality show. More than two million people watch it on. Monster Channel TV, which by yeah, the, the way, Monster Channel. I thought it was really great that they they tell this to the kids and the family, and then for three or four chapters they just go like, "Well, that's cool. We're on a reality show. We'll have to subscribe to Monster Channel TV." Well, they don't have cable. I know they don't have cable, but I still want the horse. Like, no, you don't. You don't get it. Like, you don't understand what we're saying to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they let them leave again, and then it's a crazy. Oh wait, yeah, wait, wait, we've we've skipped the we skipped. the coffin. The we've, coffin ride, yeah, that's skipped the that, coffin ride. That might be the scariest ride out of all of them. I thought so too. Um, yeah, because it's kind of like a lazy river, right? Yeah, yeah. Doctor, Especially wanna... since they were floating along with the coffins open, talking to each other, right? right? As they were like leisurely just looking up at the sky, and they were all finally back together. And I was like, okay, this is obviously going to go wrong. But mm-hmm. I think the juxtaposition of we're safe now. We're all together. Everything's fine. It was all in my head. Like, this is fine. And then getting stuck in the coffin, thinking there were spiders in there, starting to feel like they were suffocating was like, no. Yeah. And you're hearing you're hearing your family like pound and scream next to you in the river. That's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Clay yeah. apparently was screaming. Yeah. Like constantly. So yeah. like that's 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 horrifying to hear a child scream. like that. Uh, the question, why? Why are the spiders implied to be fake? Like they're not fake. Clearly, the spiders are real, right? Uh, well, I think that wasn't. Didn't somebody else have? Didn't in one of the other coffins have like something else going they felt, on? So they felt it was like ants. Yeah, they so all, it's like your they own all fear. Thought that right? there were bugs or insects of some sort. But on if it's them. monster show, there must have been real bugs in there. But it seems like multiple times an animal will attack them and go, "Nope, it was just your imagination." Like they hide the yeah, they hide the bats. It poofs away. It poofs away, but like, why? Like, just let it be. You show that they see there's alligators just there all the time hanging yeah. out. Yeah. I don't know why that was a part of their. We got to freak them out even more. They are imagining things, I guess. Because part but, of the fear is second guessing yourself. Uh, uh, well, how much can't more even trust scary? myself anymore. 
<laughs> the river may have had LSD in it, and that would make things uh, frightening. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. This, this is not a park you want to like take weed and then take weed. I'm sorry, I'm cool. No, I, t- <laughs> I took some weed. Uh, the yes, other day, I baby. took I took my weed rock to Horrorland. I rubbed it between my hands. That's how it works. Uh, and go to this park. Yeah, the the, the coffin one is. It's what I also is really refreshing because again, every Goosebump book, the parents never believe anything. So as soon as they get out of the coffin, they, you know, they finally kick it open. I guess it was also just another scare. They're like, "That's just this is outrageous!" Like the parents are on board with the kids, yeah, yeah. which has never happened. They're all uh, the on the f- same page of like, "We need to leave. Like this was too far. We need the to f- get out of here." The father is he, at one point he shakes his fist. He's so angry. <laughs> he's just sweaty and shaking his fist. Yeah, I'm gonna get a free car. goddammit. it. Yeah, that's what he says. He's like he shook his fist at the woman and he started yelling. Well, and so far up to that point, the book I feel it was pretty set in a theme of like, okay, it's a horror land. It would have been scary without the reality TV show bent. Honestly, like you didn't mm-hmm. need that. The book was pretty terrifying, I think. It's just a real place where people can die. I yeah. almost felt like adding in the TV show bit, um, while it while it works through like the f- the end of the whole thing, um, I felt like it made it so that the final scare made no sense. If well, that makes yes. sense, yeah. It, it also it also takes away a lot of. Somehow, even though it's real and they can die, it takes away a lot of actual tension because you're like, oh, it's like a joke. Yeah, well, I mean, at that point where they like uh, uh, hundreds of monsters and a and a and a, a voiceover, the MC of the yeah, park, there's just a uh, she comes forward and she's basically like, hey, everybody, good news, you're on a TV show. So there's like this safe moment where you know classic horror will go, oh, everything's okay, but now it's bad again, right? But, but like, they were gonna push you in the end. As far as a show ending. Do we think from a reality TV standpoint that pushing the family into a pink goop pile that they'll die in is the best ending to a TV show? Well, that's not even like. Sorry, you're right. You're right. They were supposed to die saw style in a room (laughs) trapped with like who knows how many random chimera animals. Yeah. What? All right. So that's that's the craziest part is that's the part that made no sense to me in the theme of like the TV show. Right. You're right. So they, they basically say. All right, congratulations, everyone. You you were on the TV show. Just go through that door, even though this is the gate right here. Go through that door, and you'll be a okay. And it's all the monsters in the world. Well, <laughs> and then and then they say right before they go in there, they're like, "By the way, this is real. This is actually real. You you have fifty seconds. <laughs> you have fifty seconds. You have fifty seconds to survive all monsters that we can write in five pages. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like, so it, they they live through that. The dad gets scratched up a little bit. He which gets is, a gash. Yeah, which is a, another moment where you have to be like, oh man, they can actually be hurt. Like but they, yeah, they could have died. The monsters um, in it are nuts. And do we do we feel like, yeah, that 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 final moment of, OK, we're just going to push you in the slurp goo. Was do, that them <gasps> saying, all right, we need to, like, end this. Like, we need like, to make sure that we end this with them dying. We need to or, wrap this up. The TV show. We got enough material. We need to go. Yeah, we need to just wrap this up, which is which is which leads you to believe that Monster Channel is just filled with snuff. Yeah, I guess so. Which is horrible. Unless, guys, crazy idea, right? So you get through, you get through the you get through the, the the room of monsters. They have fifty seconds to just not die, right? Which also had a very weird. I, I want to call it by the way that there's that great twist. I thought they're going to go dark with it, where they go, "All right, time's up. Fifty seconds is over. 
we have three out of five survived. And you have this horror of like, oh, God, two oh of them didn't God. make it. I totally thought that maybe the parents died. Yeah, yeah I, I, was so on, I was so on board because that's terrifying. They go, oh, we miscounted. How do you miscount that? Like, yeah, what production, <laughs> what, what amateur production company is running this show? They just like, I just picture that like the dad was over there just being like gnawed on by a giant gorilla ape monster. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh, oh, you know what? That's actually a real, real body spasms. He's still alive. He's, you know what? He's, they let him go. He's actually. But then the gorilla monster like stops eating him and just sets him down and like pats him on the head and walks away. <laughs> like, good job, guy. You made it. I mean, for 50 seconds of being in a room with seemingly endless monsters, they did almost no damage. Yeah, there was there was be- uh, there was a bouncing fur ball thing with three mouths of teeth. Um, they got wrapped up in wings a lot. Yeah, there was yes. a lot of like which birds, which did not, I think. Achieve the fear factors that they were going for. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what kind of grossed me out was the worm or the the snakes, the, the furry, furry snakes. snakes. Yeah, that were wrapping. Yeah. Like just imagining that wrapping around your leg, like something fur, like fuzzy uh, snakes. Yeah, yeah, like those caterpillars, those fuzzy caterpillars. You ever see those? Yo, yeah, yeah, I yeah. hate that part. Yeah, uh, hate yeah, I hate them. that part of life when I see those. <laughs> <laughs> they turn into beautiful butterflies. Yeah, <laughs> they should have been a giant butterfly one. But like, so that's over. I guess theoretically they could have died and that would be the end of the game show. Then they're like, okay, so we're going to kill you anyway. Here's my crazy theory, right? So they start pushing them towards a pink sludge pit. And to really, for some reason, show it, they throw a rock in there. They should have just pushed like a person. Yeah, they should have. They should have just uh, maybe even just reached in and pulled up a skeleton. Oh, my God. That would have been so good. Like craned it out like that's going to happen to you. Yeah, here it is. Here's here's the kids that were swimming earlier. Or one of the yeah the numerous people. I, this is another topic of what happened to everyone else in the park. But like they're going to push him in. And then the the weird foreshadow that actually set up is that is that earlier in the book. There's a sign that says no pinching. There's signs right. all around the park. Right? Signs all over the park. Most of them are just like horror. Watch out. Horror, 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 horror. Yeah. No mm-hmm. pinching. Yeah. Well, they they say and they set this up by going everything at this park is very serious. Don't laugh at the signs. You, Everyone laughs at the signs. The signs are serious. There's a sign that says it's OK to swim here in the alligator pond or <laughs> yes. like whatever it is. <laughs> and those kids, I think, died. So died. They weren't serious. But anyway, there is a sign that says no pinching. Right. And that makes her think. Yeah. Oh, I want. I also thought the bill was like, I had to try. Almost as if it'd be embarrassing if she pinched him and it didn't do anything. Like, yeah. Whatever, just do anything. Just like, rip. Your also, arm punch off. them. Like, or whatever you need to do. Yeah. But yeah, she pinches them. Do whatever you got to do to, like, escape. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's like, don't do anything else but pinch it. She pinches them, and you find out that they deflate. Yeah. That was so weird. It was so strange. It was so strange to hear somebody yelling, "Inflate that person!" (laughs) (laughs) So they could be brought back to life by just putting air in people. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so they started frantically pinching everyone around them. (laughs) Yeah, managed to then escape, but we didn't really get a clear idea of how, since they had so much trouble figuring out how to leave the park before. Yeah, but um, yeah, then it turned into like, "Oh, we found an exit! Sick." Ran Good. out the exit. Out. They found a van. They were like, "Awesome! Maybe there are keys in the van." Got to the van. There are definitely keys in the van. And this whole time, I, they have like slightly deflated horrors just chasing after yeah. them. Yeah, 
Like, well, theoretically, I imagine they're chasing after them, but they're like blowing each other up as they run. Like, <laughs> they're, they're also like, hold on, Carl, I got you. <laughs> hold on, dog. There's like a human centipede of uh, people blowing each other up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all like crawling together. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, but before before they leave, here's a crazy theory. Since everything in this this whole fake TV show seems to be, you think you're going to die, but you're not. What if? Hypothetically, the horrors weren't gonna actually gonna push them in. They're gonna like just like get them at the edge and then go like, "Gotcha! All right, now you guys win a free car." And then they murdered a bunch of monsters. Yeah, and stole a car. And stole a car. <laughs> They're the real <laughs> monsters. Although, because of our final line, which, yes. Here, I'll I'll just so Dodge, like, walk us through. They, us. Ma- they managed to get the van. They drive away. They're elated. They lived. They're they're out of there. They, I don't know how they drive a bus, by the way. That seems very hard to drive. Yeah, but they drive for hours, right? It's established. Like, they drive for so long, but they're just so happy to be alive. They get home. They get out of the car, and they're horrified to find out that there is a horror that has been clinging onto the bus <laughs> the entire time they've been driving. <laughs> Like um, a gremlin. Like like stuck to the back door, deflated or something, is how I imagined it. And in a in just a beautiful actually wait, I wanna like I wanna like pull up the line. Please, please do. Yes. Hold on. Let me pull up the line because I think it's important. Alright, the final line. The mother yells, What do you want? And the horror reaches out his green hand. Here, he said, We forgot to give you your free passes for next year. What? Literally the final line of the book. Yeah, so womp, womp, womp. I feel like pitching them didn't kill them because they established in the book you can only die once at Horrorland. Ah. And th- I think you're supposed to assume that all of the horrors are are like already dead. They're like the undead, I suppose. Oh. Are they the people that died there? Oh my god, see. That's what, I, that's what I wanted to find out was that the people who went there, like the kids and the families all became more horrors and they worked there. That, I, I, th- I, th- I think that's feasible. I wanted more explanation for why they constantly pointed out that the children were crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> kid children crying. were crying. I guess it makes sense because the, the park is spooky. I but, know, but like, but they pointed it out so many times that I was like, okay, there's a specific reason that all of the children are crying. Ah, uh, you thought I was like foreshadowing of something yeah and it never it never turned into a thing like the horrors harvest kids tears or something and they drink them and that's how they live yeah absolutely Hmm. something like that yeah oh god remember that part where they tried to rip off the horror mask and it wasn't a mask yeah and in the process in yeah that that was just also the horror says nothing so she's just letting her just do that for a moment but like (laughs) in that process you definitely achieve some sort of pinch (laughs) like if you're grabbing someone's face and pulling on it you definitely pinch them it's only the acute movement of a forefinger and a thumb that does it that is (laughs) on the arm only like it it makes it makes a lot of sense if the weakness had been salt or something you know i mean i'm not we always do the same we think we can write the books better like if there'd been something like a carnival food that they don't have or something like candy and they're like no no candy we hate candy and you found out that like sugar fucking makes them melt. Uh, you're running. Was, you're running troll two right now. Troll two. Yes. Yeah. Yes, this is yeah, It's like milk. It's like milk for the troll and Ernest scared stupid or whatever. Yes. 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 But, but this way, the character who is established as being the most obnoxious and also the most down for whatever wound up having a special skill. 
Right? Luke's pinching. Sweet, Luke's sweet, sweet Luke. little Luke. <laughs> yeah, he spent the whole book just wanting to pinch everybody. So it teaches that's kids like to be, his thing. So teach kids to be brats, basically. Yeah, if you're a brat, it'll come in handy later. So you know, you know, Dodger. When you mentioned that the fact that they got tickets, I never thought about it. I think that sets a, a very important detail that Horrorland is a real amusement park. Yeah. Is a real amusement park. It just happens to be having a reality show shot there. Like the horror was able to come back to the real world with them. Yeah, yeah. So like theoretically in Monster World, which just lives this happens in a lot of Goosebump books, there's just like monsters just live there, like they adopt a baby and the babies get swapped out in that great street uh stream oh episode. There are some there are some amazing episodes. It is a TV, TV show. show. We'll we'll have to watch them with you. It's great. Uh, okay. But like theoretically I'm monsters down. just live a secret life amongst humans. So that amusement park operates. Theoretically, mm-hmm. it operates. Right. Uh, somehow, for a reality TV show, presumably, they shut the park down, only attract humans into it, and then like run just that for the day. But theoretically, there are other days where it's like, hey, monsters, come on in. This is a real amusement park day. Get your free tickets and... And ride all the scary rides. Why do they give them tickets at the end of the book if admission is free? Yeah. Well, a lot of things seem free there. Everything was free. Everything is free. They didn't pay for anything. Maybe they paid for it all by having their car be blown up. (laughs) With blood and car blood. blood. Yeah. Well, I will say in the uh, CD-ROM game, they actually make it a sequel to this book. And it's like uh, the main girl. I think her name is like Lizzie or something or whatever whatever it was. Uh, Yeah, Lizzie. The, the, they still have the tickets from the first book. So it just assumes you've read the first book. And they're like, ah, I hate these things. And then they start, the tickets start glowing and then magically pull them into a portal back to Horrorland. <laughs> nice. Which I believe like, that in a video okay. game. That yeah. shit happens sure. in a video game. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all full motion videos. She's like, wow, oh, wow. And they get like pulled in and they're like, I hate oh, this. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and they get dumped back into Horrorland. They have to survive without the parents, which is actually scarier. But. Yeah, it's a no it's an parents. Op- it's an operating establishment, which also means which is great. I wish they had done this. The hallmark of every amusement park is like the Denny's on the other side of the road, like the the businesses that are just around the amusement park business. Uh-huh. Like, right? There, there should be theoretically a horror Hilton Inn kind of thing for people to stay. Yeah. None, none of these things that attach to an amusement park. Yeah, I wish I wish that there was a horror Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> they get to stay by. <laughs> Sorry, that's my main problem with the book. Uh, uh, so I just realized that the way the monsters die is the same way they run the park, which is they're, they're just tormenting everyone. Yes. And then Luke, who's been his, who has this inside him oh. the whole time, he's been wanting to torment uh, his, uh, his friend and sister, uh, he begins to torment the monsters. Oh, and the right. monsters die. That's a real so nice what does that say? What does that, that say? What does that say? You're gonna the monster is inside all of us. Pinchers get pinched. Man like is it. the true monster. <laughs> man is the true monster the whole time. Uh, we uh, we 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 like to do it. We like to have it done to us. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, we're, I like we're, to get pinched. we're we're horrible. We're horrible. We're, we're we horrible flesh men. <laughs> I, I think that speaks to like Luke. I think Horrorland at itself. If you removed the you're gonna die here thing, I would actually like to go to. If they made like a real, I want to do that slide. The slide actually be real fun. I want to go on the lazy river coffins. I think that'll be fun. If you no, could, if I, I could, don't want the spiders no, on the legs. If I could, no, if I could pry it open. Well, if it's like Muppets 3D, where it's like, <laughs> oh, there's mice running, and then it's just Wait, what air. Is it's just 3D? like 
But yeah, yeah, air, yeah, the air, yeah, that. or or the uh, the darts in uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Muppets 3D is that a isn't that what it's called? What the the old uh, 4D uh, show at Disneyland? Oh, I never went to that. Oh, you never saw that? It's awesome. What is it? What do they do? Uh, it's a whole. It's like the Muppet Show, and they have like a Muppet <sighs> Show going on, but like. Uh, at one point, bubbles flow throughout the uh, the the theater, and then oh at one point they let mice like someone drops a box of mice or something, <laughs> and then they have like air that like whips around your ankles, oh, so it feels like mice are going. I want to go yeah. to that so bad. Yeah, they closed it down. Though. God no! damn it! Yeah, oh. the dream is dead. Dream is dead. Uh, you can still go on the Monster Inc. ride though. I went on that recently. Whatever. I have you be been on that? They no. have the it Shrek is- one too. At Universal. Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, we're going to Universal we're going tomorrow. tomorrow. We might have to go to Shrek, Shrek. 4D with smell oh, uh, <laughs> have you, have you Have you been on a Dodger? The Shrek run? Yeah. Yeah. What, what do they do to you? Uh, the chairs move around. Boy, howdy. <laughs> do, they, do they just like, at one point, does Shrek like fart and then like green gas fills the room? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that was my assumption every time I saw that sign. Is, I don't want Shrek to fart on me. <laughs> Isn't that Shrek? Shrek, Shrek I'm out of here. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Shrek's fatality, right? He farts and then like your yeah. skin melts well, off. I oh, wish God, they added like him. <laughs> I would love so much if they added Shrek as a character to Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, I really wish they did. I wish they put him in Smash Brothers. I think it would make Smash Brothers. Get out of my swamp, game. and then he just farts over you and you turn into a skeleton immediately. Yeah, he makes throws yes, ideas at you. Definitely with the. The whole Shrek fandom needs oh. is more meme fodder. He peels you like an he peels you like an onion, and then he like eats every part of you. <laughs> Shrek, God damn you, Shrek. <laughs> uh, guys! Do we have any other thoughts on the book? This has been a crazy one. I I enjoyed this book. You know, me too. Yeah, this is probably one of the better, along with Haunted Mask. This is one of the better ones. It's it's an actual story of ter- crazy things happening. As opposed to, like, staying away from the concept for so much. The ending is a little lackluster in the sense that they now that we know they die by pinches, then the, you know, goblin heart, which they were just goblin men to me. That's yeah, how I imagine sure. them. I don't imagine them dying. I literally just imagine them deflating and mm-hmm. then just waiting for somebody to blow them back up. Well, that makes sense. It's really easy to picture, honestly, them doing that because in the TV show... The horrors are probably the, one of the worst looking things they ever had on the show. I think just because they had to make a bunch of masks or something. Yeah. yeah. They look very, very fake. Uh, they, they look like masks. So I just kind of picture that thing just like the person inside just kind of like it flopping on the ground. <laughs> uh, I'm going to send you guys a link in case you guys want to see. Hey, okay. Chad, is, is Halloween 3 the closest thing that we have to a horror land? Oh, like, you mean the, the, the one that has nothing to do with Halloween? Yeah, the one we watched. Dodger, do you know anything about Halloween 3? No. Season Dom. of the Witch. Dom, will you explain the, the breakdown of it? So Season of the Witch is this movie. It's a Halloween movie. They 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 were okay with doing another Halloween movie if it became like an anthology series. They didn't want to do another Michael Myers. So they did this story about this like like this mask company that like something fishy was happening with yes. and they go investi- they try to investigate it and uh, we witness this uh, family who puts on who puts on the this mask. Is, this is like the late part of the movie. Yeah, they put on the mask and then like this special commercial is coming on that they advertise throughout the entire movie. They're like, guys, when the special commercial comes on, puts on your mat put on your mask and watch TV. And the special co- commercial comes on for this little boy and he puts on his mask and 
he starts pulling the mask apart and there's like bugs crawling out of his face. It turns like his head into bugs, yeah. I guess. It's also powered by Stonehenge somehow. Yeah, Stonehenge okay. is involved. Uh, it's a very it's a very crazy movie. Uh but yeah, uh and then a dad gets bit by a snake. <laughs> this all uh, sounds true. good. Yeah, so that scene in that scene in Halloween three, you can look it up on YouTube. That feels a lot like Horrorland. And I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 music could play that little like and it's Halloween, Halloween, yeah. Halloween. That's that's the theme that they play all the over and over in the movie. Silver, I can see that. Silver Shamrock. Oh, Silver yeah. Shamrock. Yeah. I could see them like playing that over all of Horrorland. Yes. Or better yet, they do it at a real amusement park, and it's still like an old Taylor Swift song just playing over like pop music that's super oh, family gosh. friendly, and just still just playing like top forty hits as they all walk around Horrorland. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the juxtaposition of those. Yeah, it'd be great, right? Yeah, it's good. I think Gold. there's something that's a, that's the Disney rule. Uh, I don't know how else I'd fix this this book other than you know um, maybe they keep the horror at their house afterwards. Like they like deflate they adopt him. The horror. They adopt him and put him in like uh, I don't know like a, like a big terrarium. So he's just deflated all the time. But they're like they they're like hey like hey you can sit over by the TV and and we'll tr- we'll raise you as our own. Ah, it's, uh, like, it's kind of like in. Uh, I'm about to make a reference. Go for it. It's kind of like in One Piece when Buggy the Clown <laughs> like splits his body into a bunch of pieces and then some of the pieces go missing and so then he's a tiny Buggy the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That makes me want to watch One Piece. Yeah, yeah. Seen it. That, that just sold me on all of One Piece. Great. It happens really early on. You won't be disappointed. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Great. Great. Uh, uh, how I would end this book, I'm going to go real what? dark. What? The horrors look so weird. Oh, I just sent you a photo of it. Oh, did way. you yeah. just see it? Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, they're really God. bad masks, though. Too. Oh yeah, those are bad. Those that, that's I not a great mask. I did not imagine them looking anything like this. What? No. Yeah, you, you pictured them more like goblin people. What'd you picture? I pictured them looking body wise, looking like totally normal people, but then oh. just having like a weird kind of green goblin face. Oh okay, mm-hmm. okay, I can go with that. Um, I would uh, I, I I I just imagined him of uh, some iteration of the cover of the book, which is the sign with the like horror peeking over with the horns, which is like which is what I guess they did for the TV show here. Right. Um, but this is how I would end the book. Right. The family is like he's like, here's your free tickets for next year. <laughs> OK. And then they go. Oh no, nah, this ain't over. And then they bring him in the su- inside, and they they like tie him to a chair in the basement, and then they just fucking torment him. And they turn the tables. It's Horrorland too. Humans turn. They role play right, the whole right. house as an amusement park. It's like I just want to go back to my family. Please. Welcome to Civilization Land, bitch. <laughs> they turn him into like a King Kong exhibit that people can come by and see, and and they people can spit on him for five dollars. You can spit on him. Hey, if you want to, you can blow him up for just a second, and then you can pop him again yeah and you can listen to him you can put headphones on and listen to him scream <laughs> at home <laughs> civilization land. <laughs> civilization land dodger do you have anything you would do to change this book i think that it was just pure gold from wow. start to finish a, a hmm. perf- oh nice a glowing recommendation yeah uh dodger can i ask what what are the goosebumps books that you read when uh you you did have a chance if you can to remember i don't even remember honestly i think one of them was a I believe one of them was a there's a thing in my closet sort of story. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hmm. We haven't hit that I one yet. Honestly, I don't. don't I don't remember my my goosebumps past very uh, well. What what series of books for children did you read instead of those? Like which which ones were your parents okay with? 
Uh, I read lots of Sonic the Hedgehog comic books. Yes, wait, wait. Why have we never talked about this? What? <laughs> I collect. I my very first Sonic the Hedgehog comic was issue number thirteen, and I collected them up until oh. like a hundred and forty something. Wow. Why have we not been talking about this? I started at zero. You started at zero? Oh, I had man. zero. I read it so many times that I stapled the cover back on, effectively ruining the value of the number zero. Um, I have, so I tried so hard to convince my mom to let me, you know how some of the issues had the little flyers in them that were like, order back issues. Oh, I always wanted to. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh man, since I started at 13, I should order the ones before 13. And I never, I never got it done, man. Oh, I would, have, right. I would have the perfect set how, now. How much I also do you think? kept all of my comics in uh, like a weird milk crate. So, well, yes, I did too. Oh, sick. So they, they like kind of bend just a little bit because they yeah. don't quite fit in there perfectly. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you'll probably, you're probably going to miss it. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at this like Sonic the Hedgehog number zero selling for like $3 on eBay. We didn't miss out on too much. Uh, okay, few. Yeah, uh, there's not few, that much value few, behind them. Few, but it's it's a comic that you got to read the fun part of the first like 40 or just like, wop, wop, wop. What if Sonic goes into someone's body? What if like Sonic uh, gets into a, a reality show comic? Like, uh, whatever. What if they They're find just, a robot Sally in the woods. Robot Sally in the woods. That'd be funny. And then just suddenly goes down this dark turn of like, what if everyone died? Dude, this, oh, it got. It got way, way too serious at a certain point, like to the point where they just rebooted it. <laughs> yes, yes. So like the fight, the, the number fifty is Sonic and Eggman fight for the the fabric of reality, and then and the robotic fires off what they call like the ultimate annihilator, and it wipes reality. Oh my god! And then like and like Sally's like in a coma. It's it gets real. Oh you know my what gosh. I did really love was the whole. Um, and I know there's lots of drama around this yes. in the uh, Sonic comic community, mm-hmm. but um, I really loved the mini series of knuckles and his whole family yes yes and yes. all of that there's so much drama there's, around it but wait. at the time when i was reading it i was like oh my god i love this i love wait can, about can, we, this. can we spend five minutes talking about, are we talking about the ken penders thing yes wait all right i think can we, we'll explain i'm surprised we haven't talked about this on goosebud somehow already so i'll explain this at least to, to dom Okay, and, and Dodger, jump in when I'm missing details because I I just saw him at, at Comic Con. I look for him every year at Comic Con, and I <laughs> and I talk to him just to be uh, like, "Hey, buddy, how does it feel to not be with the rest of the well, Sonic creators?" He's still selling his original Knuckles Echidna <laughs> character books, like highly illegal. So so Ken Penders is a guy who like wrote and sometimes drew for Sonic the Hedgehog for like eight years. Okay, and he definitely did a whole period of time where there was a Knuckles miniseries. There was like a soap opera. That's the one Dodger's talking about where there was like. A full giant family tree. It's like Laura Sue and Neon Da. And oh like my just god! So many characters Knuckles came out of the woodwork. Great, great. It was like they, Knuckles, they, they, like finding his family and all this shit. There's a whole city of echidnas, and they all are super hard to distinguish until someone goes, "You're Leon Da." I'm like, "Oh, I guess it's that one." So they're all they're all Knuckles looking guys. They all look like Knuckles. They might have different dreads. That's about it. Like, okay. it's so hard to tell. It was a full drama for years. Ken Penders like leaves Archie comics the publisher and then insists that he still owns all of the characters he created like so he thinks he owns all of those knuckles echidna characters and starts writing his yeah he thinks that all of the characters beyond knuckles are like that he has the right to do whatever he wants with them and archie comics is like no you created those characters while you were working for us and we published them and he's like no 
This no. is this is mine. I made this. <laughs> this is my family. I have this, deep, I have this deep tapestry. <laughs> so recently, I guess you assume you stopped about reading them, Dodgers. I don't know about this. There's been lawsuits for years. Ken Pender still goes to like uh, to Comic Con and like sells his books. He has his own original characters. Like there's this weird like sci-fi Asian future girl that he writes all the time that was also in Sonic the Hedgehog, and I didn't understand until now why it was in it. He just put his own original like OC in the in the book, mm. right? He still writes and sells them. There's there's legislation. So Archie recently just said, you know what? Fuck it. We're wiping our hands of all this. And there's a comic about two years ago where a new character, a Tasmanian devil, shows up. And he has a... Dodger, you know about this? No. Oh, it's the best ending to all of us. They're just like so fucking sick of Ken Penders and all this stuff. <laughs> Ken, the, the Taz character... Oh, wait, his, his they like is, nuked everybody, right? They, yeah, Taz, the Taz character... I'm just going to call him Taz. He's basically Taz. <laughs> like, Taz takes, somehow kidnaps every character that coincidentally is the ones that Ken Penders says he created... Puts them all on a giant ring portal and then closes up. Is like, see you, characters. Never talk to you ever again. <laughs> and there's one issue where Knuckles is like, no, my family. <laughs> and, then, and then they like wipe their hands up and go, well, that's well, that's the end of that. Fuck you, Benders. They're and they're like, them. Yeah, oh, they just man. like. Um, there's like hundreds of characters. Shadow Realm, hundred characters. There's like one panel where it's like a hundred characters all just in a ring portal. Like no, and then you never see them ever again. <laughs> Archie's like, we're done with this. Fuck this. We're done. We don't care. We don't give a shit about like Leah and Da. Get out of here. And he still sells books of them. Like and he draws them, and they're not good. And I love it so much. Uh, it's great. I, I just have to. Uh, uh, I just. Uh, I just. Uh, I'm sorry. This is going to be completely off topic. No, please. Right we're, we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog okay, comics. Okay. We're fine. Okay. I, I, in in uh, in my own journeys, I, I read uh, Simpsons comics when yes. I was a kid, and uh, it just dawned on me when I was thinking about it. Now, I read one issue where uh, Bart and Milhouse uh, start drawing and making Radioactive Man comics for the comic book company, but then they're overworked and underpaid and so they do like a mad fold-in that reveals that like <laughs> oh guys save us they're, they're we're, sla- us. we're slaves <laughs> but like i can't like i can't imagine how those people felt drawing and writing that comic oh weird not making any money because that's the same exact thing that happens to all those people like i know people who work for archie and uh, they don't get paid a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, the funny thing with comic, I know a few comic artists themselves, is they get paid such crazy little rates on pages, but then the really big ones, they just flip them for, I think like I heard like Marvel pays something like, t- I'm totally probably wrong, like $150 a page, something like that. And you'd be like, that's really small for a mainstream publisher. Yeah. But then those same artists, if you go on their website, they are selling the original pages to fans for like three grand. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, so they're just making all their money by just fans going, I love this so much. I don't care if Marvel pays you. I will give you all the money. Right, right. Uh, Sonic. I'm so glad we had to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. God, God bless you, Dodger. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna hang out and talk about deep lore and uh, oh, that, that deep, that deep, deep Sonic that lore. Deep, deep lore. Remember Mecha Madness? Okay, we'll talk about this another time. Uh, <laughs> Next time, I'll come I think back. You guys might we'll need to start again. a Sonic comic <laughs> a Sonic comic podcast. Oh my god. Uh, it's a deep, it's Sonic comics and anime. Uh, it's all one so and the same, anime, honestly. Yeah. Uh, should we should we wrap up from there, guys? Sure. Should we? Yeah. You know, I, I, this book said you're in for a scare, 
And I, I got to say that, you know, they really delivered this time. That was accurate. That was accurate. Before we go, ladies and gentlemen, for if you want to uh, help the show, help is help a good Yeah, show. yeah, support if wanna, show. If you want to support show. the show, help show. If you want to support the show, you can do so by leaving an iTunes review. Uh, just go to iTunes, look up Goosebuds, and go ahead and leave a review like this one by Grunts versus GLaDOS. <laughs> okay. Classy book talk show needs to step aside. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? These MVP alchemists tear RL a new one and have barrels of fun doing it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's why I want to read another. I got, uh, I'll read one too. Uh, this is from The Fox Blood. Uh, five star review calling Spider Man and Elsa forever. Dodger, this is going to make no sense to you if you haven't listened to that episode Great. of Spider Man and Elsa videos. Uh, you might know about these as a top YouTuber. Uh, s- this review says Spider-Man and Elsa videos, the culling and mystery, the pickup artist. These are some of the topics talked about on this show, as well as the beloved children's horror books. Goosebumps, extremely funny and genuine joy to listen to. These three hosts have a chemistry that not only works well together, but feeds into more comedy and critical look into the Goosebumps story. One thing I learned to R.L. Stein was a sexual deviant and likes writing about it in these classic horror stories. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, Dodger, on an earlier episode, we talk about how, um, uh, R.L., one of his first writing jobs was writing uh, the stories that went along with pornographic images of magazines. Good. That's a <laughs> true story. True Love story. it. R.L. likes to get real wet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> he loves PCP. He likes PCP. Sure, yep. <laughs> um, anyway, you can support the show by leaving a review. It also helps us get discovered by other listeners, new listeners. Uh, also, make sure you go check out our other stuff. Uh, Dom is killing it on Paperback Paradise right now. Oh, thank you. Uh, wait, where, where can people find Dodger? Yeah, Dodger, where can we find your stuff? Uh, you can find me on youtube.com slash press to continue i do uh gaming and anime stuff and on all the social medias i'm at dexbonus d-e-x-b-o-n-u-s got that branding on lock yeah it's real good good stuff uh yeah i think it's uh that's everything where can people find you chad what is your address where's my address (laughs) my address is on hollywood and vine where stars i live on i live on the street one two three horrorland drive Drive. uh wow (laughs) you can also find me on twitter at uh quantum theory that's q-u-a-n-d-t-u-m theory i'm also doing twitch stuff now little 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 shit show of a stream we got going on but it's been a real fun time i'm gonna Uh, follow you oh please do oh please i'd be so honored uh, it's twitch.tv slash quantum theory. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Anything else, guys? Any parting words? Um, don't uh, don't go to Halloween Horror Nights. Ever. Uh, ever. This is an anti-ad <laughs> for Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and say I've never been. I'll never go. And neither should you. <laughs> I will uh, say definitely check out the Knuckles miniseries now that all of those oh. characters are dead. God, yes. Oh, just think about it. They're all, they're all in a void, theoretically. They're all in the shadow realm, which, as adults, we know means they're dead. Uh, or go read the Tales miniseries where he goes onto an island and falls in love with a sexy fox. Turns out she's a robot. Oh, <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet Miles. Sweet, sweet Miles. Or oh, here's, here's the one you should go read, because I think, Dodge, you might have read during that period of time. Go read when Tails is prophesized as the hero champion, Turbo Tails. Oh Turbo God, Tails. Yes. Do you remember? And Turbo Tails, so there's like Supersonic and Hyper Knuckles. They're just normally like different color schemes of them that can fly. Turbo Tails gets real swole. Turbo Tails turns into like the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Wow. And he punches out people and it's a horrific monster. It's wow. great. 
also the issue where uh, Hyper Knuckles first shows up. That was a, a very special, big issue. Mm-hmm. And I read that. I don't even know how many times. Oh, did, I, did it have yeah. like a foil cover or like die cut? It had, it had a shiny cover, if I remember yes. right. Oh, like shiny uh, elements man, on the cover. It. Oh, Dodger, we're going to talk about Sonic so much after this. <laughs> I so, hope you know what you've, what you've done. Uh, no, oops. Great. Uh, guys, thanks for, uh, thanks for being here. Dodger, thanks again for joining us. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Uh, guys, bye. Guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.